and welcome to Tabletop Game Talk, On Topic, a show where we talk about tabletop gaming topics of all kinds. I'm one of your hosts, Fletcher. I'm Kitty. And I'm Chris. This week, we're talking about trivia games. Some people, <coughs> Chris, <coughs> think these aren't real games because they don't like them. But and they're can, not. <laughs> can I change <laughs> minds and convince people that taking tests, I mean, playing trivia, is great? But first, as always, a thank you to our Patreon friends of the show. I'm sorry to Adam Harrison. Very sorry, <laughs> Mario's Clark. So you're our newest friend of the show, and now you have to listen to a trivia episode. <laughs> and the gift of games in Grays Lake, Illinois. I don't think he sells any trivia games, but if he does, you can find them at thegiftofgames.com. Also, if you love trivia, awesome. I love you still. Um, I'm still <laughs> friends with Kitty and Fletcher, who promised me they're going to carry this episode as I have my own opinions on trivia. But first, I want to talk about two very important things. Um, Number one is that there's a live audience. And if you're in our live audience, cool things happen pre-show, post-show. It's just a fun place to be. And yeah, we had a good time. Um, We're recording like 15 minutes late because we got just distracted with talking and Fletcher was late and... um, other things were oh, going yeah, on. yeah, I was a whole three minutes late. <laughs> you were at least eight minutes late, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, is that why we didn't start recording on time? That is no. totally why. <laughs> <laughs> Not even or a Or was little. it the fact that Chris didn't realize he didn't even have his recorder? <laughs> right? I You're like, did. all right, let's go. And Chris is like, oh, I have none of my equipment. <laughs> That's related to my second item. But first, to finish my first item Zoom thought... Man, why do anybody listen to me? I don't even use word sentences right. So, (laughs) (laughs) tabletopgametalk.com slash live. Um, 8.30, Monday night. You need a thinking brain dog. I need a thinking brain dog. (laughs) And no matter what it says, it usually says last week's information. But even if it says last week's information, just click on the link and join us at 8.30 Central Time. It'll be fun. If you're in another country, uh, Google what that is in your time zone. Um, Other things to note is, hey, I've relaunched the Tabletop Game Talk YouTube channel this week. And as of right now, there's now four videos out there. So go out there, like, subscribe, comment, tell me what I'm doing wrong, tell me what I'm doing right. And I will be the first to admit, I am far more entertaining when Fletcher and Kitty are around. (laughs) I can tell that you're new to YouTube because you didn't say ring the bell. Ring the bell. Yeah, get notified. You got to hit that bell. Come on, Chris. (laughs) All those things. Um, I'm working on my own graphics, and I'll be doing some intro and outro music uh, soon, too. It'll be better. I'm not, like, super blasting it right now because I'm still working on making it better as it goes. But my podcast listeners are amazing, and thank you for subscribing. See, this is, you get to be in the live audience. You get to subscribe and you get to comment. Um, if you want to be a moderator in comments, let me know too, because I can just click that too. So, but my, my wonderful podcast listeners, I trust you. I trust you all to take a look and listen. Also, let me know if you see ads on it, because when I go to the monetization tab, it says, you don't have enough subscribers to monetize yet. I'm like, okay, that's fine. It's not like we're going to make any money off of YouTube. That is not the goal. It's that if you turn on ads, YouTube's more likely to suggest your videos. So, like, it's recommended that you turn on ads. But every time I go to... 
It's kind of a goal. But every time I go to my own videos, I see ads. Smash that bell. That's what Matthew says. I see ads and I'm like, wait a minute, YouTube, you're not letting me turn these on. So you're just throwing ads on my videos, even though you won't let me turn on monetization on my channel? Yes. Yeah. Monetization doesn't mean that no ads. No ads. It just means you don't get the money from the ads. Well, that's lame. All right. So now we're on a mission. <laughs> well, we're I mean, mission. it's free for you to upload and they host it for free. So yeah. I get that. It's like it costs nothing. But here's the thing. All right, my wonderful listeners. We have to get me to 1,000 subscribers ASAP so that YouTube isn't making money off of my videos without me at least getting some kind of cut of it, which will be like four cents. But still. It's a it's a pride thing. Um, I will also try to get Kitty and Fletcher on the channel periodically as well. But one of the reasons I'm doing YouTube is so that I can do short form, more in-depth content. And I can just sit down and record at any given time and then just post that up. So I plan to do like three or four videos a week on various topics that would be impossible to do with Kitty and Fletcher, even though the videos would be much better with you guys. So just saying. Also, I don't know how to Skype you in and do it that way. So you have to be in person if we're going to do it. I think the secret is actually using Skype. I know. Instead of Zoom, <laughs> which we yeah. just we just won't do. <laughs> no, no. But I'll figure it out. I'll get better. All right. That's enough of me talking about what I've done. Fletcher, Kitty, how was your weeks? My week was oh great my God. because I wanted <laughs> trivia. <laughs> <laughs> and then trumped my subject that I was going to do. And you said, no, we're not doing that subject. We're doing trivia. Um, I think that was your idea, but sure. <laughs> I said you have the option and you took it. I don't know if you noticed, but I had this episode numbered because I went in today and created these show notes as episode 240. And then I logged in this evening and saw, now it is episode 239. So here we are. <laughs> I thought we decided that we were going to replace this episode. We can switch the subject. Let's go back and just switch the subjects back to the other one. No. We've gone too far. It's too late. We're here now. Excellent. Fletcher, did you do anything cool this week? Marty got sick. Oh, uh, no. If you're... A new listener, Marty is my dog, um, and uh, she was not keeping anything down, and she was, you know, a loose cannon at both ends. So that was, you know, that was nice. fun. So we took her to we called the vet, and they're like, "Oh, put her on a, like a twelve hour fast," and we did that, and then you know she got better because nothing could come out of her. <laughs> and then when we started feeding her again, and she was kind of like lethargic a little bit. We started feeding her again, and then it just, you know, started coming right back out both ends. So then we took her to, you know, the emergency vet. So that was that was a fun, expensive trip. Um, but they gave her a bunch of medication. They gave her, like, an anti-nausea medication. They ran a blood test. Um, you know, they did this, that, and the other. And now she's good. So <laughs> they, stuff is only kind of coming out of one end, and it's the right consistency. So oh, good. So that's tabletop poop talk. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. when you talk about your kids, it's still tabletop poop talk. It's so true. There's no it difference. True. I have found that animals only get sick after hours. Like, that's that's a rule. So, yeah. Yeah, I won't even. <laughs> I have a lot of stories that I will not share because I don't want to think about them. All right. Well, let's talk about trivia, something I don't want to think about. 
<laughs> I love trivia. On a scale from one to ten. Um, ten being this would be the type of game I would play over any other game. And one would being Root Canal first. Where would trivia fall on that scale? Like an eight or a nine. Okay. Fletcher, for you? Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> like seven. Okay. So just eight. Just so everyone like realizes, that. I would rather have a root canal than play trivia. Now, yeah, but that's is, because of the nitrous oxide. I was going to say, um, <laughs> I think you might exception. enjoy trivia if we drugged you as much as you do for a root canal. <laughs> <laughs> There's one exception. I don't mind bar trivia in a group. Group trivia that's, at, that's at the trivia. bar is different because actually, I still because don't I en- say it is. I still don't enjoy it. But you're typically drinking at the same time, which numbs it in the same way that you would numb a root canal. No, I'm going back. I'd rather have a root canal. So, um, all right, Kitty, tell me, tell me why trivia is good. I mean, I might be the weird one here, but I don't think I am because it's not like, you know, trivia games don't exist. But I will say I grew up with huge nerds for parents and what we would do every year on Thanksgiving after dinner is play Trivial Pursuit. So this is how I grew up, was just playing trivia. And one of the really fun things about the way my parents played is we always played on teams. So it's really, I think that trivia should be a team game. I think that makes it way more fun because you get to think things through out loud. That's the fun part to me is my dad has this way of like he'll hear someone read the question and he has no idea you can see it in his face and then he just starts talking and 30 seconds later he has the answer and he just like thinks things through and intuits information and like gets there in a way librarian he He is a librarian catalog in his head (laughs) basically my dad is a human card catalog um and it's really fun, and it's really fun to be a part of that process because I I really like trivia where you get to talk out your answers. I don't like the ones that are very, like, time pressure. I, I don't like that. So uh, games like Trivial Pursuit or classic trivia, you answer the you ask a question and you get to take your time to answer it. I think those are the best ones. Of course, there's, you know reasonable limits on time but yeah so so that's the classic trivia i think of as trivial pursuit that's like the monopoly of trivia board games trivia. yeah so terrence just asked and i'm assuming it's directed at me trivia, <laughs> trivia game or cards against humanity cards against humanity every single time i hate cards really? against humanity yeah i hate it i hate it but cards against humanity doesn't make me feel stupid Trivia just makes you look stupid. <laughs> sure, <laughs> but it, it silently makes you look stupid because you know you're just playing a card in there. It's like okay, here's my thing with trivia, and I and, and there are trivia games out there that don't do this, but in general, I don't have random factual knowledge in my head. I am a, I guess I'm a. What's the one that's not creative? The logical brain. Uh, left brain is left brain the logical brain oh i'm the person that's not a thing okay fine whatever (laughs) it is not a biological thing but it's a thing thing 
I find sure. entertainment in trying to puzzle things out and figure things out. If there was a trivia where it was nothing but math problems, sure, I'm in. Let's play math trivia because I can figure it out. But when it's like, what was the date that such and such happened? Even if you're playing something like Wits and Wagers, which is on our list, we're going to talk about it because it is an acceptable version I will play. It's still like, oh, I don't know. I think it's like 1846 or 1872. I'm like, what are you talking about? It was over 200 years ago. Why do you know any of this? That is what's going on in my mind. I have no idea because dates, names, numbers, all that stuff doesn't stick in my head. So whenever I'm playing trivia, I feel like the village idiot in the room. So I have a question for you. And we're skipping down to my list here. (laughs) Would you play computer science trivia? Well, that's what I'm saying. If it's something... No, 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 no. I'm talking about you are an expert in computer science. If it is like literally questions about what you do for a living... Yeah, so you're good at it. You know the answers. So yeah, so that actually is worse in many ways. (laughs) Um, And I'm gonna I'm gonna use Sydney as an example of this because she recently on her podcast they did a joint podcast and they did a trivia show and the trivia was all about KeyForge and these are all you know KeyForge is a subject that she's very passionate about. She was not able to answer a lot of these very specific KeyForge questions and it made her feel even worse. I completely relate to that. I'm 100% the exact same way. If suddenly it was a topic that I should know, here's computer science trivia, and I don't get those answers right, now I even feel dumber because I was like, wait a minute, I should know this. It's my career field. Trivia is just a way of shaming people that don't know the answer. And it's just the worst possible thing that you could do to a person. It's horrible. Oh, oh wow. Okay. All right. I'm going to calm down. Fletcher? You can talk. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we've done bar trivia together a few times. You seem to enjoy that. Well, have you seen what I do? You answer questions. Well, I I seem to remember you getting really excited about knowing that Rory bowed to her grandparents. (laughs) Well, yes, because that was an answer I actually knew. And that one answer did not win us the game. But I mean, like, bar we rarely win the game, but I still think we had a lot of fun playing. We used to play bar trivia like weekly when we lived down in the, yeah, back when we were cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But anyway, so. But I could be doing anything with you. Like, if if we're in a group. I know. Hanging out with me is the real fun part. If if I'm hanging out with you, I'm having fun no matter what. (laughs) But on the level of hanging out with you. Where's Kitty? I need to get back to the party. Yeah, that was, that was fun. Except, what was the name of our trivia team? Do you recall this, Chris? No. See, I'm on the spot now, and I have no idea, and therefore I don't Kitty get us on a the hot point. And I've just lost us the game. Kitty hates fun. Was the name oh, yeah, of our yeah. trivia? That was team. that was a good name. Matthew asks, "What about Family Feud type trivia?" You know, I actually. So for those who don't know, because Family Feud is not necessarily a household name, although I think most people know, what Family Feud is, is a is a, a poll of X number of people, usually 100 audience members. We asked 100 audience members, what is your favorite color? And top five answers are on the board. So then you're trying to guess the top answer, right? And, and you get to work as a team to try to, well, somewhat at the end, basically... Your team goes by and like, I think blue, I think red, I think fuchsia. And then you get points based on how many people guess that, right? I 
think that is fine because it's not trivia. It's predicting a poll. And that I actually can enjoy where it's like, okay, how many, what percentage of the population do you think likes vanilla more than chocolate? It's not a trivia question. It's a poll question. And you're trying to infer. It's really different because there's no right or wrong. You're trying to make an educated guess. And yeah, some of the answers that people give are completely out there and had no chance of being on the board. But, you know, you can say something close enough. And even if it's not on the board, you don't feel that bad because no one knows the answer to this question. We're all guessing together. Whereas in traditional trivia, there is right or wrong, and somebody knew it, I didn't. And that's where that kind of feeling comes from. But in a game like Wits and Wagers, it it combines the two a little bit, where there is the right answer, but you're not winning points based on if you know the answer or not, you're winning points based on a wager you are making. So if I'm remembering this game correctly, it is – there is a trivia question that one person is going to answer and everyone else is betting whether they are going to get it right nope. or wrong? No? Nope. It's but it's it's similar to that. So Wits and Wagers is a trivia game where you don't have to know the answer essentially. Um you'll have a number of players, whatever that is, and oftentimes you can play in teams. So say say the three of us are playing. Mm-hmm. And we ask, um, what is the population size of New York? We're all that's it's an answer that you can't actually know the exact answer to, but you can kind of have an educated guess. So each of us put a guess out there, and those guesses are arranged in in lowest to highest order. And then we all place bets on which one we think is closest without going okay. over. Price is right style. So when you're doing that, it's like I can be completely off. I can say, I don't know, 200. And everyone can laugh at 200. I won't be right, but I may still score because you know, Fletcher says. No, it's 3.6 million. And I'm like, wow, he's very accurate. Like he's he's down to a decimal place on there. I think I think Fletcher knows what he's talking about. I'm going all in on Fletcher. And Kitty's like, no, 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 it's 3.62 million. And which you can still do. Um and there's a strategy to that game. One dollar. Um, but you'll you know all the bets ahead of time. So you would never bet on Fletcher in that case if and and all the your guesses are private and they're all revealed at the same time. Um that game is fun because it's not you don't have to know the answer, and it doesn't matter if your answer is wrong. Nobody's shaming it. It just becomes a data point on a on a line that you kind of are placing your bets on. And if you just always place your bet on the one with the biggest range, you're usually going to do pretty good. I don't think it's trivia. I think it's wits and wagers. Okay. So a new game I found that now I have to buy because this podcast is all about getting us to buy things is a game called Half-Truth. <laughs> Have you heard of this one? I have not. Okay, so this is a game. Um, if you had to pick two names, one from game design and one from the world of trivia, I want to see, this is my trivia question. <laughs> pick a popular team up of trivia celebrity and board game designer. Any guesses? Uh, <laughs> Eric Lang. No, good, good try. All right. See, this is why I hate okay. trivia. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the game designer in question is Richard Garfield. Okay. And the um, 
trivia person is Ken Jennings. So one of the biggest winners on Jeopardy of all times. And they oh, yeah, I was got together and created a game called Half Truth. And it gives you a card. I think it's nine things and a topic. Nine times. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> so it will like the topic will be animals with blue tongues. And it will have nine animals on there. And then you have to guess which three don't have blue tongues. So you're trying to guess that you have a little bit of knowledge, but there are going to be things that are not history. It doesn't feel like, oh, well, you know, everybody who's smart knows which animals have blue tongues. They're kind of out there questions. And you're playing process of elimination and you're, it is a team game. So you're working it out with a team. Does this feel too much trivia or is it fun? <laughs> um, I'm going to say it doesn't feel like trivia or fun. Is that an option? <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing with this. You are you're still in a situation where you either know the answer or you're going to guess the answer. And either way, it is either like, oh, I know all these answers and that's great. Look at me. I'm so smart. Or, well, I'm going to guess. And if I guess right, awesome. I guessed a couple right. That's cool. But ultimately, there's nothing. The game isn't about like you can't get better at this game. Right. It's not like, oh, I, what I've determined is the second one is always incorrect. Mm-hmm. Which isn't getting better at the game. That's just metagaming. It, there's not, it's just, it can be fun. Anything can be fun in the right group. You can play Monopoly with the right group and have a great time. I just would rather play anything besides guessing which one of these animals don't have blue tongues or, oh, we, all right. So this is, this is a real world example. Two years ago, New Year's Eve, we played something about musical notes at your place. <laughs> oh, my good golly gracious. Your father was very good at it. Yes. I. He is an encyclopedia. He it's- is. And I, I mean, I'm just like, wait a minute. I have no idea. And this was something like, uh, oh, name a song that now. has. Yeah. It's name is like, here's this song. And now name another song that like relates to it in by words or something like that. Well, Kitty's looking it up. I want to answer a couple of questions from chat because I think these are good questions. Um, first, um, I'm going to call you, I'm going to call you Sorsu because that's what your name is on the board, but left brain is logical. Right brain is creative. That's what I thought. Um, David asks, I think it's not really is, a thing. <laughs> I know it's not a thing, but it's a, it's a shorthand for just saying I'm more logical. A shorthand than for something that doesn't exist. There are more logical people and more creative people that exists. It may not bi- be biological left brain, right brain, but the idea exists. Um, David says he thinks math trivia is just math. And I'm fairly certain I agree with you, David. I like math. Um, then what about games like Seen Math it? is just puzzles. P- math is puzzles. I love it. logic puzzles. I love logic puzzles. Um, games like Seen It. So I don't know. Again, this is one of those games where... It comes from like the 80s and 90s, really. It's kind of the same time as Trivia Pursuit. You're watching a scene from a movie or whatever. It's usually a minute or so long, not not too long. And then you get asked questions about the scene. This is not a trivia game. This is a memory game. And there are lots of people that hate memory games. I'm assuming people who hate memory games are the same people who hate trivia games. There's got to be a, like a decent overlap there. I don't mind seeing it. Um... It's, but sometimes that those questions can get really crazy. Like, how many green cups were in the scene? 
I'm like, okay, I really wasn't paying attention to the green cups. And that's not when you, so when you're watching this, you're paying attention to one thing and they're asking you questions about something else. It's, but it is a fun activity and like just learning how to perceive better. But I don't know that it's, I don't hate it. I don't hate that like I hate trivia. I don't hate memory games like I hate trivia. But yeah. So did we find the musical note one, Kitty? It's called Spontaneous. Oh, it's, it's a musical game. Spontaneous. <laughs> Spontaneous is a really fun game if you like this kind of thing. So what you do is you come up with a song. Well, first you come up with the word. You can do it however you want, but you need to have a word. And you Yellow. need to know a song that contains that word. And you have to be able to sing five words containing that. We all live in the yellow submarine. So, yes. submarine is your word. I said yellow, but okay. Okay, sure. Yellow. I didn't hear you. Sorry. So, you said yellow. Um, But everyone knows we all live in a yellow submarine. So, what you want is something less... We were all yellow, Coldplay? Sure. So, but, so you might be thinking, oh, we were all yellow, Coldplay. That's kind of an obscure, not everyone knows that one. How many people can sing those lyrics? But then somebody else sings, we all live in a yellow submarine, and you're out. Because it's just the word yellow is all you have. Um, So you don't want to pick something too specific, but you're trying to find a word. So the the idea is to pick a word that you can sing a song to that no one else can. Uh It's miserable. Mm. It is one of the most (laughs) miserable experiences you can have on a New Year's Eve. Your father was having a great time with it. (laughs) <laughs> and 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 I like your father, so I was happy that he was doing so good. I it was just painful. And 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 the th- again, Sydney is in the same boat with me as the trivia thing, where it's just like we're just not good at our minds don't work that way. And oh, it's 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 hard. So something you said earlier is you can't get better at it. Correct. I disagree. I know you can get better at trivia. <laughs> it no, is you can't. You can. You learn things. You can, and you get better at learning how to play the game. So something like I was talking about before, my dad seems like he doesn't know the answer, but then can figure it out, taking time to come to the answer. And that is a skill that can be learned. You can figure out how to do it. But if you're not having fun, you don't want to learn how to do it. You're just going to dismiss it. So there are these podcasts that um, (laughs) I was actually recommended by my friend who's very good at trivia, and they just play trivia and you listen to them. And they're obviously funny and entertaining people. But through listening to them, you are learning not just the answer to the trivia questions that they are answering. You are also hearing some of their thought process into how they get to these answers. And by listening to people smarter than you who play and by seeing how they get to these answers and also just hearing more, you know, trivia, you learn more about how to play and more information. And you will get better at playing trivia. So I think you hit on something, Gatekeeper Kitty. Um, (laughs) By listening to someone smarter than you. Mm-hmm. So what you're implying is that if you're good at trivia, you are smarter than people who are bad at trivia. 
and I guess smarter although, is not the correct word. I know. Better I know at trivia. Yeah, I know you didn't mean it that way, and I, I'm I'm jesting with you. But no, but you're right. It's is, not a nice word to use. Yeah, but someone who's bad at trivia. I'm I'm a relatively intelligent person. I would but say you're a I very play... intelligent person, and that I'm sorry that by implying <laughs> that you are bad at trivia, no, 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 I no, use no, no. That, no, you're you're totally I, right to call me out on this because it's not it. Smart has nothing to do with with trivia. With trivia, yeah. you are good at trivia. Just, you have a breadth yeah. of surface level knowledge on many topics. Has nothing to do with your actual core intelligence. Yeah. And I can be just as. Like and, and the thing is, I've been derogatory. It's like I'm bad at trivia because I don't have a, a vast store of useless knowledge. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that if you're good at trivia, all you have is useless knowledge. Yeah, it's it's just you know it's an easy shorthand for I don't know a bunch of random facts, which you sort of need to have. Like the best, and I know that there's like books on people who are great at Jeopardy and stuff, and how they got to the point where they know all this stuff. There's there's you can train yourself to do this. I'm just not. I've never had a brain that could do that. I've never been able to memorize things. The way my brain works is you give me a problem and I can figure out a solution to it. Trivia is the problem that doesn't have a solution you can figure out. And yes, you can get better at it, but even getting better at it means taking one fact and inferring another from it. So like, you know, the song thing. I'm not going to have a repertoire of songs. One thing that I know the words, besides like kids' songs and holiday songs, I know the words to approximately two songs, period. Other people hear a song once and they know all the lyrics and they'll never forget them. My brain doesn't pick that stuff up. And therefore, I can, the melody I got, and that's the kind of the left brain, right brain that Fletcher doesn't believe exists. There is a left (laughs) brain, Fletcher, and a right brain. But- Melody- you got me. <laughs> there you go. Melodies are mathematical in I'm a nature. front brain person. <laughs> exactly. And I can hear a melody to a song and I can say that. Like I can like when I have a song stuck in my head, I have the melody stuck in my head, not the words. I never have words stuck in my head because I just don't hear them that way. And back to the whole, you know, comment of someone smarter, I, I, again, I understand that that's not really what you meant, but for me, it makes me feel dumb. Many people around me think that I am a smart person. I am, in a lot of realms, a smart person. When I'm in that realm, I feel like I'm letting everyone down because they're all looking to me for the answer because, hey, Chris is a smart person. Yeah, but this is useless facts. I have no ability to retain. That's my Chris, problem. No one's gonna think. no one's going to think less of you because you don't know what year the toaster was invented. Um, 1923 maybe... by Franklin Allen Bergenstein, I believe. Um, <sighs> it was, yeah, see, I can make it up <laughs> and people believe me because I can say it confidently. <laughs> so I think that you're just putting too much pressure on yourself. Yeah. Oh, I definitely am. But I want to be good. Like if, like if you're playing a game and you're not good at it, do you like that game? 1893? I was so close. I mean, I play trivia. I think like it's it's fun because trivia for me can be very hit or miss. You're never going to win all the time. Sure, maybe if you're Ken Jennings and you've 
memorized <laughs> the world, you'll always win. But for most people, you have blind spots in your knowledge. Even somebody who spends a lot of time, you know, collecting these kind of surface level factoids to regurgitate at trivia night, you know, you're there's always going to be something you don't know. And there's a lot of, you know, we always joke in my family that we brought Spencer into my family, that I married him because we needed somebody to answer the sports questions. Because none of us <laughs> know or care anything about sports. And now we have somebody who at least knows football on our team. And so, you know, my dad, who is, you know, a librarian, human card catalog, great at everything, Almost all of our games of Trivial Pursuit in our childhood ended with, and now we're all just circling the orange pie, hoping to get a question about chess or something. We need games and leisure to be more on the leisure side and less on the sports <laughs> side of this thing. Because there is, you know, always something that somebody's not going to have as their strong suit. So. Okay, so. All right, let's take this the other way. And because I agree with everything you said there, there's going to be things, there's weak points, there's not strong suits. You don't like social deduction games. I do not. But I can tell you, it's like, but you're just taking it too seriously. Like, we're not accusing you of actually being a liar in real life. We're just accusing you of being a liar in this game. Like, it's, to me, it's kind of the same thing. And I understand why you don't like social deduction days. I understand why you don't like being put in that position where you're uncomfortable. In a trivia game, I am being put in a situation where I am uncomfortable because I can't come up with these answers off the top of my head the way other people seem to be able to do easily. So, you know, I've come to realize more and more about social deduction games that it's not the being accused part that bothers me. It's the fact that there is the only known information is what somebody has messed up. By giving, there is it, there is no information to go on. There, like, there's no facts that are supposed to be laid out on the table. And the more facts there are, the more it becomes deduction and less social. The more I enjoy the game. <laughs> and so, so, but see, and this is this is where I'm, and I'm only using this as an example because to kind of turn it so you can understand the point of view. You can get better at social deduction games without having facts. I am very good at social deduction games. I don't need a mechanic to tell me whether or not you are being deceptive or not. Because depending on how you answer questions and your what you do, not necessarily body language, that's different. But how you react to certain things will tell me whether or not you're being truthful or not. You can get better at social deduction. You get better at being the traitor in a social deduction game. These are things that you can learn. But if they're not fun, it doesn't matter that you can learn how to do it. It's still putting you in a situation. Either you're in a situation where you have to be a liar and lie to your friends, or you're in a situation where you're being accused of being a liar from your friends. And either way, it's awkward, uncomfortable, and not fun. Yeah. And I guess, you know, I I see my point. You know, like, I think I've moved beyond saying social deduction games are bad games and saying social <laughs> deduction games are not for me. <laughs> And I'm just hoping I can get you to that point where you say not trivia games are bad games and trivia is terrible, but trivia is perhaps just not the game for me. He, he's not even saying that. Chris is saying trivia is not even a game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trivia is not a game. Trivia is totally a game. Trivia no, itself totally is not a game. a game. If you just sit there and answer questions, it's not a game. But trivia is used as the basis for 
many games that lots of people have fun playing. Mm. And there are tons of different formats. There are as many different formats of bar trivia as there are bars that people play it at. And um highly recommend some of these podcasts that I have been listening to. Um, Triviality and Quiz Quiz Bang Bang are the two that I have just recently <laughs> well, gotten into. Since, since this is Kitty's episode, she'll be doing the <laughs> editing in the show notes tonight so she can put it in the show notes. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Terrence brought up a good point, and I just want to echo it before um, we go past this. Trivia is a game mechanism. Mm-hmm. Um, to the to his point, he says rolling dice is not a game either, but it is a mechanism for rolling games. So I I agree, trivia is a game mechanism. Memory is a game mechanism. Um, trivia by itself, just knowing the answers to questions, is not a game. But very rarely do is that the whole thing that's going on, right? Mm-hmm. Even Trivia Pursuit, oh my that that game. It's monstrous, and it is not very fun, <laughs> and no one should still be playing it in 2021. There are better ways to play games. Um, and honestly... Wait, hold on. I need to apologize to John. John, I'm sorry. It was the shadow. I didn't recognize you. I thought that was you. <laughs> <laughs> For those that are not in our live audience, John's John has had a username up on his screen. I'm like, um, I, I think you're looking familiar. Anyway, um, just had to do that real quick. So... Yeah. I still don't like trivia. I don't like the mechanism. I don't like the mechanism of here's this thing that if you can metagame the answer to, and it's the only way you can for most trivia games. What's in Wagers is an exception. What's in Wagers is completely fine. That is a game I am willing to play because the questions don't have answers that anyone actually knows. And that's what makes that game fun for everyone because everybody doesn't know the answer. We're just trying to figure out who might have been closest. And that you can deduce. And that is okay. That is why Witch and Wagers is not a trivia game. It is a party game that uses trivia as a mechanic, but it's not a trivia game. You can you can win that game with never guessing an answer correctly. And that's what makes it cool. That's why I like it. I don't own it. But I will play it as a work game with friends. <laughs> um, like I actually, this it's one of those things we had. Um, uh, well, just before the pandemic, actually, we were bringing in a new class of uh, college graduates, and one of the icebreakers we did was wish and wagers because it's one of those things where you can break people into teams and they can collaborate on what they think the answer is, and then they can collaborate on you know, of the list of answers, which ones do we think are closest? Because it is a fun thing to collaborate on. Trivia, I don't know. Fletcher, you've been quiet. Tell me why you like <laughs> trivia. Uh, I don't know. I think it's just fun to answer random questions about, you know, random useless pieces of information. You know, it's just what? fun to like, like, oh, I happen to know that. <laughs> yes, I, I agree. That is fun. And honestly, when I'm playing trivia and if I happen to know that, oh, that's a fun moment. Those moments just happen so infrequently. And what's worse is when you're on a team and you're like, oh, I know that. And you put the answer down and then it's wrong. Like, <laughs> But it's not that, like anybody else knew the right answer. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Except for maybe someone did. And then they're like, but you're so much com- more confident. Because I speak everything I say, I speak with confidence. Like, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it confidently. And, yeah, so people believe me even though they shouldn't. Is there a such thing as Google trivia where the internet is allowed? Here are trivia questions. You have 30 seconds. You can Google it. Because Google Foo, that's a skill. 
Yeah. I don't know. There should be because it really is a skill to be able to know <laughs> what to type into Google to get a correct answer that's not just something somebody put on Wikipedia that day. Who knows? <laughs> you know, I'd give it to you. And if it is out there, email us. Let John, us know. <laughs> John says it's called cheating. But it's not cheating if it's a rule. I was going to say, if that's the game, <laughs> then it's not cheating. But most of the time, it is cheating if you're playing these yeah. games. But there are a ton of... I don't know if this falls under really our purview of <laughs> tabletop gaming. But... um Tons of stuff for Jackbox games, mobile games, web games that are really interesting takes on trivia. So did you ever play Trivia Murder Party with us when we were doing Jackbox or did you veto it because you don't like trivia? No, no, no. I think I played some kind of murder party, but I don't I think it was the one where you had to go around and potentially murder your family, which is different. I don't anything with trivia <laughs> in it, I would have vetoed. I would have I've been like, no. So in Trivia Murder Party, it's fun because you it's sort of player elimination. You all start alive, and as you get questions wrong, you have to play these mini-games to see if you die. But even if you die, you still play as a ghost. So- oh, wait a minute. This is the one where you're, like, racing towards the exit? Uh-huh. I won that one. I did yeah. play it, and I won it. And you want to know what happened when I won? I'm like, how did that happen? <laughs> like... <'Cause- laughs> I got half the answers wrong. I'm just playing with people who got more answers wrong at the right times. I think I just got a, like I got a bonus question right. Yeah, you just need to do that sometimes, and that's how you yes, win but trivia. Like, but <laughs> take I, pride I in that. You feel, did it. <laughs> no, I didn't feel good about it. I'm, I, I literally like at the end. I'm like, I don't feel like I won. <laughs> Why did that? Ha- I got one answer right out of like 15. Why did I win? It know. wasn't it wasn't that bad, but it's, <laughs> it's similar. Um, John says he likes using word finders with Scrabble. When I used to play words with friends, because um, everything I'm saying about trivia games now, I can also say about word games. I am a terrible speller. Terrible without the word yeah, without the little technology. <laughs> yeah, like I can't spell anything. So playing Scrabble is one of those things that is another torture thing for me. I actually talk about if, a game if, that makes you feel dumb. Yeah, at least me. <laughs> yeah. Do you like, want to play? You spell that word. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dang it. Half D-U-M. the time I have to go to Google it's, it's to get score. it to figure out what Apple can't tell that I'm trying to type. Oh yeah, Google's the best spell checker ever. <laughs> it's so good. So, so if you have, if you ask me, it's like, do you want to play Scrabble or Trivial Pursuit? It's a hard, hard thing. I'd rather play Scrabble because it's a little more gamified, and at least I can spell like three letter words. Dog, cat, bus. Look at me. I'm so cool. Um, and then and then I spell something like chi. It's like, no, no, no. That's not a U.S. word, so it doesn't count. Like, but I, I know how to spell that one. But anyway, I'd rather do that. But then Words with Friends came along. And I have a friend, Josh's wife, Gloria. <laughs> and she loves Words with Friends. And she argues the same way Words with Friends as you're arguing about trivia. It's like, no, no, no. You just remember all the two-letter words, and you can get her, and it's a skill, blah, blah, blah. Playing against her, every single time I would cheat. I would use the internet, like, here's my letters, here's the board, what's the best word for me? She would still win. <laughs> she would beat the internet. And, yeah, I just... And, and, and the thing is, like, yeah, you might be able to win with the internet, but you're not really winning. You're only cheating yourself. So word games and trivia games, they fall in the same category of... Duh, um. <laughs> <sighs> I think 
the category <laughs> you're trying to name is games that do not appeal to me personally. No, memorization <laughs> games. History and spelling are two things that I've always been really bad at, and they are directly related to word games and trivia games. Um, they're like not all trivia is history trivia, obviously, but those that concept of are you good at, in history class? If you are, you're probably good at trivia. Are you good at spelling? If you're good, you're probably good at word games. I was bad at both of those things. I was really good at math and science. So I'm good at those things. And that's why puzzle games and optimization games are things that like draw me to it. It's also why a lot of people that play board games in general have like a math or science background because a lot of games are catered to those types of minds. So, Chris, I'm going to take uh, Terrence's comment here and change it a little bit. Your highest stat is intelligence. Trivia is good for those with a good wisdom score. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, I think it's the other way around. I think my highest stat is wisdom, not intelligence. Wisdom is about perceiving and figuring things out. Intelligence is about memorizing. And that's sure. like a D&D nerd, nerd thing. But, like, so the wizard can memorize spells. I would never be able to memorize a page and a half of arcane language to cast a spell. Not something I could do. However, I know how to make this deity happy, and I can in like do things to do that because I understand what the deity wants, and I can make that happen. I yes, a hundred percent agree. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. the, the They're concept just different is solid. Stats. Yeah, yeah, the concept <laughs> is solid. Um, Chris so is our cleric. Yes, I'm, I'm a our cleric. wizard. I almost always, yeah, in in all of my MMO world's life, I always played the healer. Always played the healer. Because the healer has to know everything, see everything, make sure everyone is where they need to be and alive. Like, I always played the healer. That was what I did. And, yeah, so I'm the cleric. Kitty's the wizard. Fletcher just wants to punch things. He's a barbarian. Like Steve says, just our murder hobo. Mm-hmm. Murder hobo. <laughs> All right, what else do we have to say about trivia? Do we have anything else to say about trivia? Uh, I don't I'm think I'm going to look so. at your notes. You will, will, notes. You, will you concede that trivia is can be a game? No. Um, trivia can be a mechanic. <laughs> Some games can use trivia as a mechanic and or a mechanism or I don't know, whatever word you want to use. Um, but <laughs> the, reten- the regurgitation of knowledge is a weak game mechanic. I'm, so I'm going. You- I'm going to stand by that. It is a weak game mechanic. However, for those people who have that, and and this is where I will concede a certain point. There are certain games out there, and we'll call them optimization puzzles. Euro games is another way of saying that, where you are trying to maximize the resources you have to get the most points and process through. And there are people that truly enjoy that puzzle. There are people who look at that and be like, this is an excruciating task that I want no part of. It's not fun for me to just try to turn a brown cube into a blue cube so I can get two points versus turning into a red cube. It only gives me one and a half points. But if I do this with the yellow cube, then I get a bonus point. I find what I just said amazing, and I'm going to design that game. (laughs) There are people that are like, this is not fun for me. I don't want to do this. These are our right-brain group of gamers. The left-brain group of gamers are like, you're all games all the way, la, la, la. They are both valid ways of playing games. And there are valid ways of enjoying that fun. I 
do not think that trivia games should not exist. I do not think that these games are terrible games. And I will concede they are games for sure. They are games that I am bad at. Therefore, they're games that I don't enjoy playing because I don't see any way that I can get better at them. In the same way that someone who's like, wait, I have to maximize my points by doing what? I'm not interested in learning how to do that. No matter how much someone says, no, 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 you can figure, like, you just have to do this, this, and this, and this. And then you would be able to, be able to do that. No, no, I think your social deduction uh, point was better. I think that, you know, a, like, many people can at least see how it is fun to get to the end of a puzzle. Even if you can't get there, even if you don't understand how they're doing it, like they can concede this is a fun game. But I think social deduction for me is more like trivia for you, where I don't like this. Why would I keep doing it? It makes me feel bad. Yeah. And yeah. and there's it that's fine. And I have had to learn how to say social deduction games aren't bad. I just don't like them. And I think that it is time for you to perhaps think maybe uh, maybe it's not that trivia games are bad or not even that they're not games, whatever it is. It just they're not games that you enjoy and you don't want to learn how to get better at them because that doesn't sound like fun because I don't want to learn how to lie better or how to tell when people are lying or whatever it is that you do to get good at social deduction games because it doesn't sound like fun. The whole process, even if I'm good at it, it doesn't sound like that much fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a blast, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and you mer- you you murfed. You missed a perfect segue saying, and I think it is time that Chris, you gave away more games. <laughs> <laughs> Let's because get any trivia games that might still exist in your collection out by giving them I, to our listeners. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I would like I I know that I bought Wits and Wages for a particular purpose. I am fairly certain I do to not give own it away. Any, yeah. I do own Letter Tycoon because I was told it's more of a game than a word knowledge thing. Um but yeah. So if you're looking at the list of games, which you can find in our show notes. You will probably not find any trivia or word games. But what I will say is um, I'm going to do three names again. I'm going to do three names, and three people are going to walk – well, not walk away <laughs> unless you walk to your front porch. Um, as standard rules, if you're not entered in our contest, email me, feedback at tabletopgametalk.com. You only need to send me one email. You're entered for all of 2021. I will respond to you saying, hey, you're entered. The exception is people who emailed me in the last couple weeks. I have your emails here. I just entered them in there. I haven't responded to you yet. I'll probably respond to you by the time you hear this. But the point is you need to respond to me within two weeks that, hey, I heard my name. I'm a winner. And send me a list of two or three games on the list. So when multiple people send me the same thing, whatever one's highest in your list. And if you're earlier than the rest, you'll get your pick. So... That said, we are going to share the screen with our live audience so that it is an official thing I'm drawing. Um, they are looking at a Google spreadsheet that randomly picks winners, and we should see a bunch of winners, but those winners are, um, uh, yeah, those winners aren't qualified anymore. So, five, four, three, two. One and the winner is we're gonna scroll, 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 scroll. Um, 
Anthony Atwood, you are a winner on... It is 517. Well, 518 by the time you hear it. Don't worry, Anthony. If you don't hear it until 518, it's totally normal. All right. So Anthony is our first winner. And our next winner is 54321. Um, where are you at? Oop, there it is. Um, Ben Gary. Gary, did we say Gary? Gary. Or Gary? Gary. Gary. Ben Gary. Gary. Either way, Ben, I'm going to give you a game. <laughs> so you can forgive me for not being able to pronounce your game. Pronounce your game or your name. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, Where's that thinking brain dog? I'm my brain dog is so good. Um, where are the other? Oh, hold on, this is a very long spreadsheet. We're gonna start to get a lot of entries here. All right, final entry. Uh, five, four, winner. three, two, one. A <laughs> oh, final winner. All right, going down, going down, going down. Um, all right, so I actually put the email address in here but nicholas spelt with a k uh naflo is part of the email address and you have one n-i-k-l-a-s yeah n-i-k-l-a-s you are also one of our winners so of all of our winners email me in the next two weeks Look at our show notes. You can go to tabletopgame.com. Just look at the most recent list. Or if you're in your pod catcher, scroll down. You'll see a list of games. Send me your you know pick number one, pick number two, pick number three. And we'll go from there. Shipping. Um, I will let you know if shipping needs to be involved. Um, it'll depend a lot on where you're at and the size of the game. Uh, you may have to help for shipping, but you can decide... It's like, well, if it's going to cost that much to ship, you know, too many bones, then maybe I want to get something else. <laughs> also, I'm never giving away too many bones, so that'll never be a problem. <laughs> All right. On that note, Kitty, I am going to pass it to you, and then we will talk briefly about D&D post-credits. Tabletop Game Talk is a proud member of the Dice Tower Network. If you'd like to follow us on social media, the links for Facebook and Twitter are in our show notes. Want to watch us record live? You can find a link for that in the show notes, too. Comments or questions? Email us at feedback at tabletopgametalk.com. Hosting fees and giveaways are sponsored by our patrons. If you'd like to be one of these wonderful people, you can find out how by visiting our website, tabletopgametalk.com, and clicking the Support Us link. And there's a link in the show notes, too. Finally, a huge thank you to our current patrons, Adam Harrison, Miles Clark, The Gift of Games, Sahara Wentworth, Jason Strong, John Lewis, Joe Hoover, Jeremy Fisher, Terrence Miltner, Sean Peck, Christopher Dong, Jennifer Engelbrecht, Brian Arnold, Michael Yanikowski, David Sellers, David Radke, Jason Marks, Ann Reynolds, Christopher Letko, Stephen Judd, Leanne Verholst, Joe Rackstad, Weatherman Keith, Paul Raymer, Jimothy, Ben Gary, Matthew Droke, David Rank, Jerry Wong, C. Marie, Justin Willard, Jason Rodney, Cindy Loom, Eric Hoffman, Adrian Dong, as Phil... Baz Flintham, Eric Salander, Glenn Cotter, John Williams, Sir Sully, Andrew Fayesh, Kamal Berth, Peter Fleming, Gary Bunker, Lightning Steve, Jim Conrad, Sean P. Kelly, Mike Smith, Caleb O'Brien, Don Gilstrap, Aaron Moore, Ron Nelson, Agnes Toth, Charles Pearson, Jesse Wheeler, Ronald Roy, Tony Simpkins, David Garner, and Darren McKellen. McClellan. Thanks to, <laughs> thanks to everyone who's ever been a patron. Until next week, keep playing games and having fun. All right, so we played D&D this week, not on Friday, because Sydney wanted to play Keyforge, and Spencer had to build a basement, um, but we played on Saturday, <laughs> <laughs> and um, why don't you recap 
What happened? Because I don't remember. There were a lot of spiders. Oh, there were so many spiders. There was a drow yeah, on the toilet. Spiders. We killed the <laughs> killed, killed the drow. It was on the toilet. I came in. Uh, you really should have knocked. Like, Whoops, left. <laughs> <laughs> he came out later, and then I uh, I killed him real quick. No, we. Oh uh, the, yeah, we did kill that one. There was one that got away though. We've got to go find the drow. It was like the the leader chief drow thing that did a bunch of damage to me, but didn't kill me, and then he ran away scared. The only one that uh, wasn't instantly murdered by my fireball. <laughs> so I find it interesting to say, okay, what happened? Because I'd like to hear from your guys' point of view what happened. Because from my point of view, I know exactly what the story was. I know what happened. But um, <laughs> yeah, you. so you, you killed a draw on a toilet. You ignored a bunch of troglodytes in a room. Yep. And yep. then came across a gang of drow where one of them... Did like did a decent amount of damage. Almost took you out, Fletcher. Oh, weren't those should... like Grimlocks in the corpse room? And then there was like, yep, Grimlocks in that were feeding on corpses. Man, D D is such a peaceful game. It's a... <laughs> You're like, how could you guys be such murder hobos? Here's the corpse room. In a game called <laughs> In a game called Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah. So for for the it's live not audience, kitties and puppies. <laughs> yeah. For live audience, ask me about my thought right now because this is not something I'm going to put on 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 the uh, podcast. But ultimately, we'll talk about the murdering of Drow though. Um, so yeah, so the Drow got away. Then you went into a room and cast a hut where you're now sleeping in the middle of a Drow stronghold for as much as you can tell. And there was a fish. There was a gem oh, yes. fish in a. Oh yeah. Know, an emerald stream that was basically just like a metallic mural on a wall. That was kind of fun. Yeah, you just had to come up with reasons to keep giving me arcana checks on this because I think I failed like three arcana checks in a row. You're like, now that you're <laughs> holding it, try again. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, you know, this reminds me. I think um, I think Sydney has a ring that she, a magical ring that she put on, and we still don't know what it does. Oh yeah, we should check that one again. Oh yeah, don't you get we to do those probably... checks every twenty four hours or something? <laughs> sure, why not? Also, I should check to see what you're talking about. But yeah, <laughs> and on that note, I'm gonna go check my DM notes. Bye. Uh.